My name is Dave Hollenbach, the host of From Embers to Excellence. My goal is to explore the many facets of leadership from the perspectives of some amazing people. In addition to leadership, I like to discuss mental health, PTSD, and overcoming adversity. If you have a favorite episode, I would love to hear about it. Message me through social media or my website, and I will share some free tools to help you achieve your goals. Please like, subscribe, and leave a review. If you haven't purchased your copy of my book, Fireproof, please grab a copy today. Thanks for listening. Today, I'm speaking with Issei, formerly known as the actor Kiko Ellsworth. He is an Emmy Award winner, inspirational speaker, and men's self-mastery coach, who's the founder of the Divine Man Self-Mastery Coaching Program that trains individuals and teams alike to perform at their highest self, fulfilling his mission of once you have you, you have everything. Additionally, and, and this is the, you know, when he was formerly known as the actor Kiko Ellsworth, he has appeared on hundreds of TV shows, film, commercials, and radio such as Lucifer, Bad Boys 2, uh, you know, this is that's the role that most stands out to me is the one where you're you had the blonde dreadlocks. Um, yeah, the devil <laughs> is not welcome here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, uh, you know, Criminal Minds, General Hospital. You spent a lot of time acting on the General Hospital, uh, quite a few shows, and then uh, coming in 2023, the film Alone Today, opposite Eric Roberts, Danny Trejo, Shannon Elizabeth, and Frank Whaley. Um, Man, thank you so much, Issei. I I love what you're doing. The uh, the Divine Man uh, Self Mastery Program. I, I downloaded. Um, you know, for all you listening, I'm going to have a link to his website in, in the show notes. You got to go check out his website. Download the the Pillars of the Divine Man. Um, you know, this is. I mean, it's empowering. It's all about making ourselves better men so that we can uh, better contrib better contribute to the world around us and to our communities. And um, really, man, what you're doing is phenomenal. Uh, thank you so much for having this conversation with me. Uh, I really uh, appreciate, respect you. And uh, it's my honor. It really is my honor to be here to speak on something as uh, important as masculine, feminine energy, our planet, our home, our families, all of that. You know, I'm, I'm definitely here to serve. It's my passion. It's my purpose. Thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, I want to start things off with really getting to know you a little bit deeper um, by by starting off with where it all began, you know, where you were born and raised, but maybe some of the stuff that you can't find online. Uh, you know, I know you were uh, born and raised in California and um, I, I wonder what your life was like growing up. My life growing up. Uh, it was a journey. It was definitely a journey. I never thought that I would um, even be in entertainment or a speaker or, you know, I grew up shy and uh just a little kid i thought you know in in the hood growing up in the hood and i you know saw you know, i went to sleep 
with helicopters and gunshots and all this other stuff. And that was just the norm. And my parents bust me to a school that was outside of my neighborhood. And for me, that was like traveling the world. And that really just expanded my mind. And, you know, uh, from there, I just started growing and evolving. And I was always trying something new and going someplace new. And, you know, something about, I think, growing up the way I did, I, I just wanted to grow. I just wanted to know who I was. I think in the very beginning when I was young, I lost that version of myself. Like when we when we're all kids, you know, when we're all kids. We have that version of ourselves that's just the sunshine. You know, my mom used to call me her sunshine and that part of us that's just fearless and happy and just bold. And then, you know, the world kind of does its does what it does. And we kind of start to get shy or afraid or do this, you know, people pleasing thing. I kind of started going through that. But I always had like a desire to really just be the original me, like to be me. I think we probably all have at least some sort of desire that. And so I was always trying to make my way back to that. And so the acting kind of gave me a hit. I got a forced on stage and had stage fright and I wanted to confront that. Confront that. And so that's why I stuck it out with acting. And then, that, then I walked away from that because that wasn't enough after about a, almost a decade. And then uh, I went on the spiritual journey and really started figuring out me on the inside again and the meditation, the yoga, the yoga teacher, the uh, breath work, just figuring out all this inner work, completed my marriage in an amicable way and really learning about who I was, that me that, it was, that I was disconnected to for most of my life. And uh, just, I feel finally got a sense of myself. And, and as I was putting myself together, because I never felt like a man in my entire life, throughout all the shows I was on, throughout everything, all the red carpets, I never felt confident. I never felt like me. I never felt like a man. I could point out who I thought was a man. I'm like, oh man, he has, you know, himself. And then, but when I finally got a sense of myself energetically inside of me, I was like, wow, I kind of, I finally have me. It just felt natural to start helping uh, serve men. But originally, actually, I'm going to go back a minute. Originally, I was really empowering women with women's self-defense, women's empowerment for about a decade and a half. And then when I got up into like about 2016, 2017, that's when that kind of I started switching this is when I started switching into the men's work. And I didn't know that that was all the prep for the men's work, you know, getting in touch with my divine feminine within me, the yin and the yang, the up and the down within me to create that balance. And that's really what I teach guys to do is like really to have that balance within themselves so they can, you know, navigate the world from, from within properly. There's a lot to unpack there. I, uh, let me, let me ask you this. How do you define what a man is? Mm. That's an amazing question. Well, what I, consider a man uh, and even a divine man more specifically is a man who actually has his roots in heaven as opposed to just his roots here on earth. So what that means is he knows that his life here on earth serves a higher purpose. And he's very clear about that purpose that it serves is for the purpose of his soul, for heaven, for, for where he's come from. 
and he uses this life um, purposely, intentionally, consciously to serve a higher purpose. Now, for every man, that's going to look different. My path may be diff different than yours, and everyone's path is going to be different. But I think when uh, a man in general can have his life serve a higher purpose, then he has like that level where he can see his life properly. He can see his relations properly. He can see himself properly, he can see what he does properly. And so by the time he's done with his life, he can look back over his human life and be like, wow, I'm proud of, of the, the, the life that I've lived, what it stood for, what I created, how I affected people, what I left behind, and it set him up for success as he goes back home. Just based on what we've already talked about, the growth that you've done, the journey that you've been on of self-realization and, and really learning for yourself who you are, what your purpose is, what your bigger role in the universe is. Um, I feel like there's a story to be told here related to, well, one, your your given name is Kiko Ellsworth, right? And, and then you now go by Ise Luleko Ma'at El Zero. And to me, the meaning behind that, I, I feel like there is something much deeper the this the symbolism behind that can can you talk a little bit about that that transition or that growth within you yeah absolutely absolutely um i just want to first say that you know i've had so much support so many people in my life, my family, my friends, and, you know, uh, my former wife and, you know, my, my soul brothers and soul sisters that like, it's not something that I did by myself. I couldn't. And all my guides. So that was a long journey, you know, just figuring out my identity here on the planet, you know, and even like my name, like what I wanted to go by. And um, really how that came about was, uh, you know, I was always seeking a, like I told you before, I was always seeking like a, a true identity of myself. And <clears throat> I finally got to the point where I, I, it was me and my former wife, because we're still best friends. And, you know, we have like spiritual guides and we had been getting guidance for many years. And, um, you know, I, in, in the in the effort of really aligning with my highest self, I started really moving away from my given name because that was a name holds a container. It's a it's a container for you. You know, it's kind of like if you call a kid bad, a kid will be bad. If you call a kid a genius, that kid will you know go towards being a genius if he hears it and believes it. And so a name does that for you. And so uh, the short of it is. You know, um, I, I got spiritual guidance for my name and my 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 spirit guides gave me that name, Iseleleku, which means he who was born with an internal compass. Um, and the Ma'at El Cipher is Ma'at 
are the principles that I hold near and dear to me. It's the goddess Ma'at from the ancient uh, African Egyptian um, realm. Uh, and she stands for the, um, the concepts of truth, order, uh, balance, harmony, justice, righteousness, and reciprocity. So those, those principles for me, I feel are hold a great container for people to live by, for me to live by. So I wanted that to be imbued in my name. And then the L are the, it, it helps me to remember, you know, where we're from. So the, the Elohim are the builders of the universe, the, the class of the angels, the Elohim. So that's the L. And then the cipher is the, the original state of spirit, God, the all uh, before time and space, before anything is needed. And just, you know, for me, my name is for me, uh, a sort of like a staircase of remembrance, you know, down to my name, which is how I'm navigating here in the physical realm, all the way back home to the zero. Man, so profound, so profound. And there's there's something that you talk about. Uh, you you've called it the the soils of wisdom. Can can you elaborate on this? Absolutely. You know, every we've all made so many mistakes in life. I'm sure you could probably write a list, <laughs> Dave. You know, I can write a, a, a book, a, several books of all the mistakes. There you go, right? <laughs> you know, of all the mistakes that we've made. And, you know, what the soils of wisdom is, like many of us, we get caught in the mistakes themselves. And we get caught in focusing on them as a mistake and them being like, kind of like how baby soils its diaper, right? We We look at it as a baby soiling its diaper and it's, and it's poopoo. We don't think it's any value. We think it's smelly. We try to get away from our mistakes. We kind of try to hide our mistakes. But what the soils of our wisdom really highlights is when we look at our soils, our mistakes, our errors, when we look at them closer, because with all mistakes comes inherently within it, wisdom and the wisdom by which there's always a spiritual lesson with the mistake. A mistake never comes without a spiritual lesson. Challenges, mistakes, whatever you want to call them, challenges, they always come with a spiritual lesson. And so when we actually go into that mistake or go into that challenge, we can extract that spiritual lesson. And when we're able to do that, when we're able to go through that process, we actually extract and we find our own wisdom. That, that particular mistake, that challenge was crafted by us for us to get a lesson for us to share that with the world right and so when we do that we we, we are, we're able to extract our own wisdom and actually share it with the world hence the soils of our wisdom because the soils that we once thought were just soiling actually the soil by which grows our wisdom as well So freaking phenomenal. And, you know, for those listening, when he was talking about, uh, you know, he could write a book and like, for those that have heard this show or heard me talk about my book, you all know that I've like, I've outlined a lot of huge mistakes that I've made in my life, but the value in those mistakes 
and owning them and like the lessons that we learn from crashing and burning i mean that's the <laughs> the name of the show from embers to excellence I, I i just it's so awesome when i when i meet like a, a kindred spirit um it's those lessons and and i feel like the the next step in this conversation is really talking about um what i've referred to as grace but you know giving ourselves grace when we have crashed and burned because of the value that we've provided to others through those lessons that we learned from like some embarrassing moments in our own lives things that we've done that we're not proud of but we learned a valuable lesson from that experience and we were able to add value to somebody else because we went through that and without that experience we would not have been able to add value to that person and we have to give ourselves some grace for those mistakes that we've made that we may be like really embarrassed mm -hmm. because we made stupid decisions or made really ridiculous mistakes that we knew better. Um, and, and maybe our ego got in the way and we thought we knew better and uh, we're going to, but the reality is that we've got to humble ourselves and own our mistakes so that we're better able to add value to those around us, to those that we love. And that's, yeah, that's, that's amazing. <clears throat> I mean, I'm glad you brought that up, Dave, because like the mistake, I can't tell you how literally how proud I am to clean up all my mistakes. It, it makes me so proud. It makes me so strong and, 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 and just uh, honorable to be able to clean up my own messes that I made. You know, it makes me like Mr. Clean. I feel like I'm untouchable. I literally feel like I'm untouchable when I face my mistakes and I'm able to say, I apologize. I was wrong. I say that to my daughter a lot. <laughs> She's 11. I think she likes hearing that. I'm like, okay. Sometimes I'm like, okay, you're right. And I just shut up. I'm like, I can't say anything. There's nothing to say. I just keep washing the dishes. And like, I was wrong, you know? Sometimes I jump to the conclusions and I'm, I'm wrong about that. So. Uh, that's an important, I think, uh, skill to have is to to apologize and be okay with those mistakes. Yeah, and I'd like, well, I would like to learn from from you, maybe from one of your mistakes in life, like how you were able to transform it uh, into, you know, valuable wisdom that that you've been able to share with others. I want to be with. I want to be with that group, the the people that you share this wisdom with. <laughs> I think one of the biggest, uh, and, and I say mistakes with all, um, you know, so-called mistakes. Let's just put it like that, because I don't believe they really were. Like I said, they're, they're lessons. And at the time, I was doing the best that I could, but it just wasn't enough to get, you know, a result. Uh, one of those biggest mistakes was I couldn't show up in my marriage. I couldn't show up as a provider. I couldn't show up as a husband. I couldn't show up as a father for the first five years of our daughter's life. Um, you know, I couldn't, I was, I was disconnected from my emotions. I was, I just was always, I had such a fractured mind and I just wasn't able to show up for our entire marriage. And so we, we called the completion to our marriage. And, but from that point forward, when we called the completion, you know, 
that was the moment of, I feel like my redemption started. I was able to give her my blessing, you know, for her to find another relation that, that could actually serve her where a man could give her what she needed. Cause it wasn't me at that time could give her what she needed romantically, love wise, just all these different areas where I just couldn't show up. And so I was, you know, I was in that process of, of learning. And, you know, for a few years, I was really just focused on supporting my former wife and her relation, whatever she needed, our daughter, really connecting with my daughter because there was a big disconnect there and just rebuilding, rehealing all of that, which I had, um, I'll say, destroyed through my unconsciousness. You know, it's, it's, it's nothing that I'm ashamed of. You know, I'm glad that. I was unconscious and I made those mistakes and I've cleaned it up as fast as I could. And I learned from it as fast as I could, because now I have something that I could pass on to men or whoever else, where we help them to either complete their marriage or we help them to understand what's happening and how to show up better. Like, you know, we can only understand these things if we've kind of gone through this process. So that was one of my biggest and most proud mistakes was destroying my marriage and yet, and then healing my marriage and the completion of it and supporting her. And now her and I are beyond best friends. She's given me her blessings so that I've moved forward in my romantic relations. And um, we're, we're, we're there for each other every single day. Anything she needs, I'm always there. And then my, my current love, my queen, and my former, they're also friends as well, too. They love each other to no ends. Yeah, that's phenomenal. <clears throat> when I when I introduced you, I I used the phrase, "Once you have you, you mm. have everything." This is your manifesto. What does this really mean uh, for the audience? It means it's exactly what it says. You know. All we need is the essence, the peace, the power, the love, the identity, the soul within us. We don't need anything else to make us who we are. We make everything in our lives. And once we have a hold of who we truly are on the inside, that being, that life force, that sunshine, that, that spirit, once we are tapped into that, that intuition on a day-to-day -day basis, once we build our foundation from the inside out, that is all that we need because that creates everything else in our life. And that is our foundation. Uh, and that was my life journey. I, I gave that up and it took me 40 years to get back to who I was and then finally got back to, to me again. And so that's what that manifesto is. So freaking cool, man. And, and so you, you have this free divine masterclass. And um and you you actually use your experience, you use your wisdom, you have put together um a, a tool, the the pillars of the divine man. Um I want to explore what that is, what that means to you, and 
and then maybe you could tell us about the divine master class and um just when we're able to find our own divinity i i think is that kind of what you you help men learn absolutely i would if i were to narrow it down i would i would say exactly that i would say exactly that figure out what our roots are right see how because we're all from the same place i'm not any different than you none, none of us are really any different it's just where we grow our roots let's just say where we put our attention let's just say so that's exactly what what i assist uh our brothers in doing and uh the the pillars of the divine man are like a framework so that that can help a man or a boy sort of understand the context the the outline of what a divine man is, how he thinks, what he does, how he views things, how he operates. This is how he views women. This is how he views himself. This is how he thinks. These are the some of the priorities and values. It kind of gives like a well-rounded silhouette of what a divine man is. And so that's the 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 intent behind that, uh, as well as for any boy that might not have a father, you know, to I said, okay, how can how can how can I put in a very simple framework that's easy to read one page where a boy could really understand like what a whole man is if he's never really seen one? Because like a, a whole, I've never even experienced very few, a whole healthy, complete, conscious, powerful, divine man myself until I was an adult recently actually and what i mean by that is there's many men in our world i still have my father and there's no you know downing to my father or any other men or anyone else's fathers but we live in a very different world where the men that are in our world are a certain type of man they're not necessarily divine men or whole men because we live in a world where there's so much, um, there's so much violence, there's so much toxicity that it takes a lot of work for any man to be whole spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, healthy on all those levels, right? Connected, knowing where he's from, living his life purpose, clear of all the toxins mentally, uh, you know, uh, physically, there's so many toxins. It, it takes a lot in the age that we're in to be a whole, complete, well-integrated divine man that actually can hold, allow that energy of the divine father to channel through us, that loving energy to channel, channel through. I've never experienced that growing up. I've experienced different parts of a man, but I've never experienced uh, until recently that whole loving divine father energy coming through a whole healthy conscious man directed right at me so I could feel that and be blessed by that energy. That's something totally different than what we see in this world. Um, and it's no, you know, I, I wasn't that myself too. But when I experienced that, when I experienced that blessing of that holy father energy, I'll just say through 
uh, a brother of mine actually who does this this work, you know, I was blessed. I was like, wow. It was like I experienced the missing puzzle piece right here that I had never experienced before that completed me as a divine man. When I finally experienced what it was like to be kissed right here by a father, right here, that had all these elements in place, man. It was just the most beautiful thing. So um, so the, the pillar of the divine man has to do with that. And then um, the divine man masterclass is really simple. You know, it's, it's a 36 minute uh, class where I take a viewer through the steps that I took to arriving at my own divine man the messes that I needed to clean up, the things that I needed to look at, the support that I needed. I take them through the process. So it's great for someone to go in there and take notes and get their brain wrapped around like the overview if they're deciding to go on this process of, waking, of awakening themselves as a man, as a divine man, if they want to start to awaken the that beautiful divine man within themselves. And reading the document the, the pillars of the divine man there's there's 21 pillars is is that number significant in any way um i wanted it to be i wanted it to be a nice round number let's put it like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, and 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 so it kind of it landed on that number but if there needs to be more there'll be more so that and that's a, a what's a it's always a living document things like that they evolve with the times and I'm just going to read a couple of them for, for the audience so that, you know, just to encourage you to go and download this uh, and check out Issa's website. So number eight on this list, I, I vow to stand for truth, order, balance, harmony, reciprocity, righteousness, for justice, and above all, I stand for peace. I vow to support and this is number nine, I vow to support, honor, and protect the female slash male creative dynamic as this harmonious union is essential for all human life to exist here on earth. Powerful, man. Like, and you encourage people to, to read this every day, to make it a part of their life and practice effective breath work. And I, I, feel that that comes from your yoga background. Is that accurate? Absolutely. Yeah. That's how it got reintroduced to me. You know, the breath is so powerful. It's so powerful. And most of us are breathing in a way that pulls us backwards. And when we just can learn to tap into proper breathing and just start to just upgrade it little by little, we start to elevate our own consciousness. We start to de-stress ourselves. We start to be more conscious of our choices. Our whole world begins to change just with the tweaking of the breath. And before we started recording, you mentioned retreats and um, you know, groups that you're involved with. Uh, for those listening that want to get connected with you, maybe experience one of your retreats, or yeah. you know, at, at the at the very least, you know get the uh the master class yeah what's the best way for people to connect with you 
Uh, either on, well, there's three ways. If you're on social, uh, on Instagram or TikTok, uh, you can actually connect with me. My handle on both of those is a divine man, a divine man. Uh, and you have links at my Instagram page on my link in bio where you can actually get linked into some of those things. If you just wanted to go straight to the masterclass or the pillars, you can go to the website, which is the divine man coaching.com the divine man coaching.com you know i i know that you you spoke that you spent a lot of time where you were working with women in self-defense mm -hmm. and you and you transitioned to where your focus is on man men uh developing strong men uh, of purpose and divinity i yeah. What inspired you to transition and, and what really drove you to, you know, become a coach and really work with people at this level? <laughs> well, the first thing was all the women that I was training. They said, this is great for me, but do you have something from my husband? <laughs> <laughs> and I kept hearing that and I, I kept coming up short. And I was like, no. And I was like, well, oh, wait a minute. Like, I'm kind of getting this. Let me start listening to this. So that was the first thing. And then um, and then I got to a certain point and I realized, wait a minute. Because I'm a, in that way with, with, you know, training men, training women, I was a swinger. I was like started, I was swinging back and forth, like, you know, training both. And I still support, but I really focus on men. I really looked at what was going to be the most impactful direction for me to focus on. And I really looked at the impact, like I explained to you earlier about that father, the, that father, that energy, how that father had an effect on me as a grown man. I, I said, okay, if I can be of assistance to bringing that father back into that, to the home, to be with that mother, that would, totally transform the home because right now the, the energy of that father that divine father is missing from the home and when he shows up back into the home he provides a different energy a different structure and it, it really fortifies that home and when that happens that man and that woman come together and that home totally changes that the children are totally blessed with two parents with this balanced yin yang energy. Everything changes. So I said, okay, if I'm if I focus on helping men to show up properly with a full heart and healthy and from their heart and letting their egos stand aside and learning how to communicate and be healthy, happy men of the divinity, like that would be the most effective service that I could provide helping our brothers to show up in ways that I know that we all as men want to show up. We want to be the best men that we can be we want to be you know uh, our highest selves we want to be our best selves we don't want to have a short temper we don't want to be disconnected with our emotions we just haven't figured out how to get to here and to live from here and so i think that that was really when i really thought about it like deeply i said okay that would be the best use of my energy really focusing on the men and that's when I really started going down the path, uh, consciously focusing on on our brothers. Do you have anything on the horizon uh, that people should be looking out for, uh, other than your your new movie? Ah, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, there's there's definitely that. I'm looking forward to that. There's actually a couple more projects that I I, I can't name just yet, but there's um the in two in this uh, probably about the summer of 2023 we're going to be launching our uh, divine man group training program, and that will be uh, where we teach men. Because right now I just do privates, and by that time the group program will be launched. So, but if you follow me. You'll be informed about that. And coming up now, recently, in the next uh, December, actually. So in December, I believe December 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, um, we have a group called the Wolfheart Way, wolfheartway.org. And we're having a men's retreat in Joshua Tree. And we're going to have about the max we can go is about 40, 40-something 40 guys. And it's a two-and-a-half-day retreat where we, as men, get to do the work there's yoga there's breath work there's men connecting there's uh different types of medicines to help us actually go deeper and heal our pains there's there's talks and we spend and, and everything you know everything is provided for lodging food it's uh organic food it's mostly uh vegan vegetarian so we get really really cleansed there's ice baths uh there's hikes there's lots of things that we do to connect as men because we as men, what we typically tend to do is we, 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 we go at it alone, like the lone wolf. And we don't realize that the brotherhood is, is the medicine, the brotherhood is the support, and we're able to come back to life by connecting with our brothers. So that's happening again on December 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, which is a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And, and uh, the website for that is wolfheartway.org where you can check out the details. Awesome. And is the link to that on your website or is that a completely separate? That is on, that'll be on my uh, link and bio page as well for until, until that time, until the, until the, um, until the retreat. So it'll be on there until December, December 1st or so. All right. Awesome. Well, you guys heard it. Uh, you said, Thank you so much. Uh, Ise Luleko Ma'at El Cipher. There you go, brother. <laughs> so, man, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate you taking the time and, and sharing uh, with me and, and the people listening. And um, I, I wish you all the best, you know, a, a full life of love and, and success and Man, I know you got to go. You got to go get your your little girl and um, much love to you and your family and uh, really appreciate the time you spent with me. Uh, it was an honor. Thank you, brother. I feel your passion. I feel your love. And uh, I really appreciate you having me on your show to to share about such important, important things, man. I appreciate you sending you also much love, peace and divine protection to you and your family and also to your viewers as well, my brother. Thank you for listening to this episode of From Embers to Excellence. Please visit hollenbachleadership.com for additional content. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review.